Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! Tonight, our episode will be Super Mario 64. I'm your host tonight. My name's Ralph. Next to me, I have Clark. Yeah! Okay, and then we have Harry. <laughs> Woo! And finally, Steve. Woohoo! Wonderful, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, guys, let's go into our initial impressions. What do you think? I'll tell you what I think. Yeah! Woo! This is one of my favorite games ever, and I will be doing that a lot. Sorry in advance. I, I couldn't tell at all. You couldn't tell? <laughs> no, okay. I couldn't tell at all. Do I sound a little hype? I'm excited to review maybe, this maybe, game. Maybe, maybe really. just a I little really bit. I really am. I, I mean, let's get into it. Come on, go. Initial impressions. Um, I, I never actually owned Nintendo 64 <gasps> as a kid. Oh God. Yeah, I know your heart just broke, but um, <laughs> I was actually really excited to go over to my friend's house and be able to play this, and then that's it was great. There, there you go. <laughs> there, you, there you go. That's that's an initial impression. All right. So when I got the 64, this was one of the first games I got. I remember this was the most excited Christmas in the history of Harry Bowles. Were you the N64 kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you like the N64 kid? No, but I I'm remember. I'm trying to picture you with hair, and I just. I don't know. No. Ask you? my mom. I bitched about getting this system for like three months Meh. before Christmas. Like Meh. every single day i was like oh man i can't wait to play this oh man it's gonna be so much fun i'm gonna have all my friends over and it was just like non-stop relentless towards my mom so she did pick this game up is one of the uh original titles that i had yeah no i gotta say i really had fond memories but i think it was a mistake coming back to it a mistake oh, no that's with an M. i should have left those great nostalgic memories in the past where they belong okay that's enough out of you clark go <laughs> Uh, I'm actually going to, I kind of have like a similar story for Steve and Harry. Motherfucker. I, I never had a Nintendo 64. So this is actually, I mean, I, I've I've played this game at friend's house and things like that. This is my first time actually playing through to try to beat it. And I don't know, maybe it's because I've played other Mario games since then that have come further in the 3D aspect or something like that. I just, I don't, I don't get the hype. And the nostalgia for it, personally. I, I mean, I you know, like Ralph just died. He's sorry. dead. I'm, I'm sorry, Ralph. Oh. It's just I my initial. I, I'm Mario, and I'm drowning, and my body just like goes limp. That's me right now, Clark. Oh, we'll you get body? into that discussion. Yeah, huh? we, we can okay. talk about that later. We'll get there. Ralph going limp. Uh, oh, oh shit! I'm too young to go limp. Thank you. Ooh. All right. So, um, my initial impression is <laughs> just to get it right out there, guys. I I got this game on my sister's birthday in 1997. I'll never forget that. It was, it was her <laughs> birthday, <laughs> and you got a I got an N64 and Mario um, at uh, at the Pottstown Walmart actually, and. Um, I played this game religiously, loved it. I think, and don't quote me on this, I think it's the first video game I ever actually beat and saw the credits roll. And I know that that might sound crazy, but I did get it in 97, so I was only about 10 years old. And N64, Genesis, Super Nintendo games, I never really saw the credits on those. I would play them for a while, you know, and then do other things. But this one, it was like, no, I'm going to beat it until I see the credits. You said 97? Yeah. 
What year were you born? 85. So you were 12. Yeah, you were 12. Well, my birthday's in December. I might have been... 11. You know, you're right. I was 11. Sorry. Okay. You're right. 11. But no, I I mean, I have nothing but fond memories of this game. And even going back to it, you know, we'll get into it, but all love right here. All love. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into game development. Game development. So this was a launch title for the Nintendo 64. Uh, came out, I believe it was 1996 in Japan, and it was shortly after in the United States. Uh, I have June. June 23rd. June 23rd. Oh, uh, wait, I'm sorry. June 23rd for uh, Japan, and then September for uh, for North America. In 96, correct? Yep. Okay. Europe got it March 1st, 97. Man, oof. Now, when they were designing this game, they originally tried to make it a co-op game. What the original plan was to have Mario start on one side of the castle and Luigi start on the other side of the castle. They couldn't figure out the logistics of it. It just didn't work well, so they did scrap the co-op option with this game. How would that work as a, as a single-player experience then? Would you would you switch it back and forth? I don't know. I, I don't think it got that far in development. That was just their original plan for this game. They really wanted to have Mario as one player and Luigi as the second player. They were actually originally going to put it on the Super Nintendo. Using the Super FX chip, I did read that. Yes. Um, they actually burned a bridge with uh, Argonaut. This is still the best-selling Nintendo 64 game to today. 11 million? I, I didn't get the exact statistics on it, but, I mean, it makes sense. Was, think- it, a, was it a pack-in? Was there a version of a 64 with the pack-in? Uh, I think I, so. I thought the purple ones, the purple see-through 64s, came with this game. Which, That's possible. Which pushes into that yeah. 11 million. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like the best Wii game was uh, Wii, Wii Sports. Sports. It was considered Wii Sports, even though not many copies were actually sold individually because they all came with the Wii. Mm-hmm. All right. So Argonaut, I guess, uh, came up with the original pitch for the game, and they were going to have it on the uh, Super Nintendo with the Super FX chip. And they were going to have it actually star Yoshi. That game that they originally pitched went on to become Croc. Really? Yes. Which I know you were saying that you were playing uh, a few weeks ago. Legend of the Gabos. Yep. Never played Croc. So, actually, they pitched this general idea to them. Nintendo was like, nah, we don't, we don't want to do that for the Super Nintendo. A few, uh, a few years later, Mario 64 comes out. Argonaut takes a look at it, and they're like, hmm. So, you kind of have the same general structure as what we pitched. And the same idea, except for without Yoshi. It's just Mario. Mm-hmm. So, they they actually ended up severing ties with Nintendo over it. It it was apparently a a pretty big fallout. Someone got mad. Someone got mad. That probably didn't help them out. Like, I know that that Croc, I think it was a PlayStation title, but um, there were a lot of 3D platformers on the... Because the the install base for the PlayStation was so much bigger than it was for the N64. I'm just thinking of 3D platformers. I think of the N64. I think of Banjo-Kazooie. I think of of Mario 64... um, you know, I think of Donkey Kong 64 and, and that type of game. I think of the N64. I don't really... I could be wrong, but 3D platformers on the PlayStation were there a lot. Crash Bandicoot, Gex. Spyro. Spyro. Okay. Originally, they were going to have like a fixed camera for this to make it similar to Mario RPG, even though you don't do much platforming in Mario RPG, but they eventually freed it up. And I happen to know for a fact that Mario 64 did have an impact on the actual controller for the N64 and the C buttons controlling the camera basically came from from that why are you shaking your head at me how oh, am i wrong no 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 i i 
I agree that that's like I I know that that was like what yeah, helped shape the. N64. That wasn't an opinion. I thought it was a fact. Oh no 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 no! Like I I I I know that's like the fact of it. It's just okay. How they got that controller? Well, man. that's true. That's, I'm not going to argue that with controller you. is a is a mess. It was like okay, we're going to make this controller for this game, and then you know what? We really need to have a D pad over in the left hand side that no one's ever going to use except for special occasions. Let's just throw that in there. Yeah, they made like a three tiered monster, and it's never been replicated with good reason. Yeah, I, I think Nintendo is the most obscure. Well, when it comes to from, from risky controllers. Well, I saw a little little graph before, and it showed like evolution between systems. And if you see, like the PlayStation controller almost stays completely identical through all the different generations of systems. Right. But you see the Nintendo controllers just fucking all over the place. Just yeah. they they can't come up with a consistent design that works. Well, the, really, they could just stick to the GameCube because it was one of the best controllers ever, in my humble opinion. I do like the GameCube controller, yeah, except for the C stick not, not having like more of a. I don't want to say head to it because I know where this will go, but um, it you was know, already there. When I've well, I played like I played Time Splitters two on the Cube, and I have to admit, if you play it on the Xbox or on the PlayStation two, having the the C stick on the GameCube controller to aim is finicky. Yeah, no one wants to play with a little nub. They all just want to play with a big joystick. We yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> nub. Yeah. What? <laughs> I get it. Ooh, I great I game, it. by the way. Ooh. Time Splitters 2? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, Time Splitters is Oh, amazing. we need to dive into that shit at some point. Yeah. Did you guys come across, in development, the uh, the story of um, how the booze were sort of based on one of the director's wives, and how Miyamoto had this story where she was like a very, very quiet person until one day she like exploded with all this anger and energy? And somehow that has been tied to Boo, which I don't really get because you know boo is just sort of shy when you look at him and then angry when you turn your back so i guess it's the same thing but not quite oh i think it took about a year and a half to create yeah pretty pretty quick yeah i think they pumped it out pretty quick a little, little tidbit all right so let's move right on into <laughs> you mean a uh, fun fact fun fact <laughs> oh hey i don't so, think we say that like we used to though we need to we did need to you bring know it back. that <clears throat> this game was made by shigeru miyamoto fun fact Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah! Wah! Get your fun facts right here. Let's just move right on into the story. Story. All right. So. so. <laughs> story, go. Story, go. Go! All right. So this is a story about an oppressed princess. Here's a story about a princess. <laughs> Who was really lonely please, baking please, all, all please, the cakes? Please, <laughs> come come on. <laughs> all right. So this is a story about an oppressed princess in a dark world where she is taken from her love interest, forced to live in a castle surrounded by the mushroom henchmen of the cruel and tyrannical Mario. <laughs> Only once she's rescued by her one beloved turtle dino Bowser does she truly feel happy. Mario goes at gr to great lengths to try to trap her once more, forcing her to bake cakes and show him affection. <laughs> he beats the shit out of Bowser and tortures his friends by ripping their bodies from their shells and riding them around like some sort of trophy. <laughs> the, key the key to Mario's power relies in his hat, a magical source of deception and flight. <laughs> <laughs> that is the story of Super Mario 64. That is Bizarro 64. I've never played that game. It's a lie! We just we're, we're reviewing that game, Ralph. What? what, what, what? <laughs> Mario's an oppressor? No, come on. How could you say such a thing I, about Mario? So I really like that version. I know, right? <laughs> it adds a story to that game. <laughs> Mario 64 is a Mario game where Peach is kidnapped by Bowser and she's hidden 
from Mario, and he has to collect power stars in order to restore power to the castle and release Peach from the stained glass window. The end. And Mario really wants Peach's cake. Oh, he does. <laughs> oh, he he wants to just chow down. Oh, on he's that gonna cake. bury his face in her cake. <laughs> so I had some com- I had I had some actual like commentary about the story as well. One, there's not really any story to the game. There's a severe lack of story. Peach just kind of materializes out of a star in front of the stained glass window. Also, after all the bullshit that Mario goes through, like all the different worlds and stuff like that, collecting all the stars, she comes out, kisses him on the cheek, and says, I'm going to bake you a fucking cake. Well, wait, she kisses <laughs> him on his gigantic bulbous nose, if I remember right. That is, but, yeah. did, I, did I say cheek? I meant yeah, nose. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. all right. I mean, there's only a couple of pixels on his face anyway, you know, a couple of polygons. But, but what exactly were you expecting, Clark? Did you expect them to go into the castle, Mario peek out from the door and give a wink, and then the door closes? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then, and then it absolutely. starts rocking? I'm like, so, what do you I'm expect? sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, if I go through that length for a, a princess, where's the blowjob? Like, oh, like, my God. <laughs> Holy God. Well, it's like that's that's endgame right there. It's like, oh, cake. And the cool. worst part about it is, because of the way Peach is, she's probably like, no, Mario. I'm not gonna give you a blowjob now. We'll wait until like later when it's all nice and dark, and then she probably she gets off- taken again. Gets no, kidnapped no, again. no. She probably offloads that responsibility to Toad, and Mario has no idea. Oh my God! Stop <laughs> it. That was dark. That is so dark. Dark but accurate. Probably. So dark he can't tell that it's not Peach giving him a blowjob. Was that hard for you to say, Ralph? No, I just wanted to make it funny, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when it comes to the story, I I gotta say. I don't think you can take into account all the little dialogues that you have with with characters in the different worlds. Because, I mean, like, for example, oh, my baby penguin is at the top of the mountain. How can you ever help me? I don't consider that story. And yet that is some of the most dialogue that you will get in this game. It's just simple little blurbs from NPCs in in the different lands. Well, you saved my little penguin after the race. And then if you get close enough to the edge, you can drop him off and then collect your star. Another dark (laughs) fuck. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. There are only a couple NPCs that even have, um, which of course, no actual vocalization except for Bowser laughs. Bowser yeah. laughs, but I'm just thinking like like Koopa the Quick. Koopa the Quick doesn't he doesn't speak. You know, they have like they have like sound effects. You know, and like the little bomb guys like bit bit little bit bit. They do that. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't qualify. You know, like there there are a couple NPCs that have text boxes. It's not that deep. You don't play a Mario game to play the story. Usually, I mean, in general. Oh, up until that point, I guess. So, what do you mean, like Super Mario Sunshine? Sunshine has a storyline. Galaxy has a storyline. Yeah, but it's all well. Okay, Super Mario Sunshine is different from it. Breaks all the traditions in terms of the Mario formula, or most of them. Even Galaxy, like it's still Bowser steals Peach. Steals her entire castle, and you have to go defeat Bowser to get her back. In a giant Mario-shaped planet. Yes. I think that's actually Wait. Galaxy 2. Oh, well, yeah, but you float around on the Mario head planet. Yeah. <clears throat> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played any of those games. Wow. Honestly, really? like, Galaxy 2 is probably the best Mario game ever. Yeah, yeah, what Clark said. Oh, has anybody played Super Mario RPG? I haven't, yeah. I haven't beaten it, but I'm, I have I'm at least told from many sources that that is probably the best Mario game, let alone RPG. I've heard it's a very easy RPG. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. like an introductory RPG for Yeah, it's, it's it's still a kid's game. Got it. Okay. It's still a Mario game. It's still a kid's game. Steve yeah. Story? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, it's like every other Mario game. Peach gets captured. Oh, I got to go save her. Go through hell. 
meet some things along the way. <laughs> things. Oh, <laughs> oh, I I killed the giant lizard bitch once again. Oh, come back. Oh, here's some cake. Cool. Thanks. That's great. That that's that's pretty much the whole story. To to me, there's no like substance to it. This is just run in and you know smash turtles out of their shell, ride it around some hot lava, and throw baby <laughs> penguins off the side of the map. Yep. Sick fuck. I know. I know. Now I will say. Because it just seems so fucking ridiculous when they brought it up. The whole cake thing. It just resonates with me every time I think of this fucking game now. Because it just... That, that that first letter that Peach reads or is the, the dialogue's written in uh, Peach's voice. Dear Mario. Yeah, exactly. Please come to the castle. I've baked a cake for you. Yours truly, Princess Toadstool. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it just seems so ridiculous. Like, that's the premise. That that's the reason he's going to the castle is to get some cake. Yeah. And not only that, they had to bring it back into like she's rescued after all this time. Like like it's just like a serious thing if if you were in her perspective. And just to bring up the cake thing again at the very end of the game, it just totally takes you out of the moment. Uh, I mean, like, not that again, you're not really playing this game for the story, but it's still what dialogue they were going to add in the game should have been worthwhile. I like to believe opinion. that he never actually got the cake. In the end, it just still you never happened. Cake. You see the cake, yeah, with the... yeah, with a piece of wood on it that says "thank you." Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's classy. <laughs> that's yeah. classy. It's just like a piece of like a board. Like, oh, look at this giant wood chip. Thank you. Is there a deeper metaphor with the cake? No, there isn't. You're right. It's, it's just cake. It's very simple. <laughs> Flour, sugar, eggs. Hey, save the princess. She'll bake you a fucking cake. <laughs> Good to know. Good enough for me. Now another thing I did pick up. Now it's one thing to have that. That story in this game, I would have suggested just taking out all the elements of the story personally. Because what they do have in the game, the, the dialogue that you do have with the characters, very juvenile. Oh, like, yeah. It's, you're, it's, it's a, a kid's, kid's game. Like, yeah. yeah. But the how difficult this game is, I don't know. It just it doesn't... Uh, have you know. played they, a lot of Mario games? I played a couple. Not a ton. I played Mario All-Stars and this one. So All-Stars, you've played... One, two, and three. One, two, three, and super? Yeah. Or super Lost Legends. Lost Levels. Lost Levels. Lost Levels. Thank uh, you. I mean, they all get hard towards the end. Yeah. <clears throat> this one, it's... I honestly think this is one of the easier ones to get to Bowser than a lot of the other ones. Oh, I mean, I'll go along with that. We'll get to it when we get to gameplay, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah I, definitely, I'll, I'll go along with it. Like I said, it was the first Mario game I beat, this one. Um, I don't know why. I, just, I, I didn't beat the other ones when I was a kid. Where does Bowser come from? Why does he want Peach? Dinogina. Dinogina. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're I welcome. like it. You're welcome. Sorry, I think okay. he mispronounced that. It's Dinogenia. Dinogenia. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Virginia. Gina. And Peach is actually Bowser's daughter. Makes it real creepy. Peach mm. is Bowser. Okay. No, no, we're not going there. You keep your fan fiction under your bed, Clark. That's not fan fiction. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they could have included that. Like, what is Bowser trying to get out of all of this? Cake. He, loves cake. <laughs> he doesn't no, want Mario to have that cake. That cake is all for Mario. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think Bowser wants Peach to love him. Oh, man, this is getting deep. No, I don't think it's I'm that dead deep, serious. Like, I think he, like, steals her all the time because he wants to, like, marry her and stuff. Isn't that the theme in 3? He's never known love. He Well, no, he steals I her from... It. From a princess. He steals her from a wedding in in three. I don't. Are you what? sure? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he steals her from a wedding or some sort of like royal celebration. Something like that. That's about it's about her. He just wants some love and cake. Yeah. And human nanny. Eh. He wants a little peach cobbler. Oh. oh. <laughs> I like it. Fucking Depending dumb. on who you talk to her. Spread like it all over his shell. Okay, we're going to move into gameplay now. Gameplay. The controls were fucking irritating. Okay, hold on. Now wait a minute. <laughs> That's how we're starting. All right, I don't want to start that way. Uh, right. Let's let's give a little bit of context to take a to take a bit of Steve's shtick. Let me say that for the time for 1996 for a 3D game, a 3D platformer like this, that controller was awful. I agree. That controller <laughs> was terrible. Was the only way it could have been done. Nope, because there were 3D games on a PlayStation at the same time. But was there the analog stick on the PlayStation in 96? No. Right. So there was no analog stick at that time. What, so what, like Croc, do you use a D-pad for Croc? And yeah. you turn using the shoulder buttons or something? Yeah, but as soon, as, so. the, as, soon as the DualShock came out, too, it, it had support right, but, for the analogs. Right, but okay, it had support for analogs. They, okay. But honestly, I don't think you can really dispute the fact that the controls for this game were innovative for the time. Now, they might be archaic now... But for the time, they were innovative in a 3D environment using an analog stick like that. Well, as a 10-year-old kid, 10? Yeah, sure, we'll go with 10. I I actually thought the controller was really neat. It, but that's also because I only played it every once in a while. I didn't have to use that for all of my games. And then just after revisiting it, it's a pain in the ass. But at the same time, it's I, it sounds dumb, but I appreciate it. I like it. I think it really worked for the game. And no matter how frustrating those, the, the camera was the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah, the camera was that, awful. That, too. that was probably the thing that irritated me the most. I could deal with the stick. I could deal with the layout. Could That's you? Fine. Could you deal with the stick? No. I always deal with it. Just real quick, I do want to say right off the bat, I know that the camera is a pain in the ass. I think the camera was a pain in the ass in 96, and it still is, but I still find the whole thing innovative for the time, and that was basically like a, it was like a rough draft of the next generations and generations that we're still in. No, no, no. I, okay. I was, Go ahead. I, I was trying to finish my point. Like, I don't, they are bad now. I think this is a instance where a game did not age well, is I think the best way to put it. Like I, some, 100, I 100% agree. I think it was great. I think it is innovative for the time. I think the gameplay was just like the top of the market at that time. I just think it's like one of those games that just did not age like a fine wine. I think it's just depreciated uh, severely, severely with time. I disagree. Severely? I, I really do. And that's that's just something where going back and playing this again, I had fun. Yeah, you get frustrated, but you know it's not a good game if you don't get frustrated at it once in a while because that just means it's challenging you one way or another. I, right, like the the third tier, it probably starts with with the second. Once you get to the the second floor of the castle, everything starts to get more difficult. And then as you get to the the highest level with um, Tick Tock Clock and mm -hmm. um, Rainbow Rainbow. Oh man, it's it's I'm Rainbow Road. It. Is it just Rainbow Road? Yeah. No, I, that's uh, Mario Kart, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, the, I, I level 15, world 15, the, the one where you ride the magic carpet, those two are two of the most challenging levels. And then of course, finally you have, you have Bowser's third, uh, third go. So in the third floor, once you, or it's actually, it's not the third floor, it's the second floor. When you start to get into some of those worlds, the platforming and some of the things that the game asks you to do, it starts to get more difficult. That's when the learning curve really starts to kick in, I feel. And that's natural. It makes sense that the game's going to get harder. And I never felt that this game was, was cheap 
Like it, it is, it does get more difficult as you would expect in the later levels, but I never felt that it was really cheap. And I don't think the controls, I know I'm on, on thin ice here. I don't think the controls are part of the problem when it comes to the difficulty. Like I never was like, ah, oh, damn it. Stupid control stick. I would have made that jump if I had a D-pad. Uh, some of it for me was some of the angles, like where you had to make a jump and then all of a sudden, like right at the very end, you see you know, Mario's little circle dot shadow. And then it's like, oh, I actually made, you know, that jump on, all depend on how like you're, you're looking at it. But that's also where you can really utilize the camera and you can make it work for you or it's just an utter bitch. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. I think, okay, let's say I miss a jump on a certain area. I think there's a couple different factors working against you if you were to miss that jump. One is it's really hard to, uh, let's see, it's really hard to dictate the sensitivity of your movement. I think it's sometimes he's walking really slow and you can just kind of switch between a faster movement and slower movement. And it's very easy to slip one way or another if you're trying to stay on one. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. That's my one issue with the control. Two, with the camera angles. And then three, with the depth perception on the game. I think I'm not saying any one of those is the downfall of trying to achieve like a particular jump, but I think that I think all three of those work in a certain combination which makes it very frustrating and takes some of the ability or the, the player skill away from making that mistake to making it a um almost like a gameplay mistake not making that jump. The level design is a detriment to the gameplay experience. Um I'm just saying, because there are certain areas where that camera won't turn a full 360. True. So you cannot get a good angle. True. Especially on the inside of the volcano on the lava level. Yeah, that's one that that was a pain. There's a couple where you're trying to kind of gauge a jump. And let's say you're... uh, uh, Yeah, we'll use that example. I'm trying to make a jump from one of those poles to another. Now, you have to turn him a certain way... To face the pole. To face... Yeah, you want his back to face the pole. Now, with the sensitivity, you're scooting him up and down. Like, sometimes you can't just do a direct turn, like, spin him around the pole. Right. You have to, like, swivel up and down the pole to get that angle, right? That's yeah. yeah, ride no, that no, pole. No, 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 it's true. Ride that fucking you, pole. You, you know what I'm bitch. talking about. I do. So you got that working against you. You also can't turn the camera angle to make it, like, directly in a straight line to line it up correctly. And then some of them are on different levels, and it's really hard to gauge how far away that pole is by some of those angles. That's what I'm saying. And Mario it's, jumps to a fixed height, and you can you can miss it completely if you're too high. Correct. So, yep. so that, that's, I, I what, that's what I'm saying. Like You have that depth perception, yep. the camera angle, and the sensitivity. D- does that all make sense? With- yes, and yeah, I don't absolutely. think any of us are going to argue. None of us are going to argue with you that um, the game has that element where it's, it's difficult and the problem is the gameplay. It's there. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't want to rule it out like it was... Um, some of it is player error because you do have to get more skilled and really learn like the feel of this game to really excel at it. But I I do think I wasn't going to spend like a hundred hours max like a hundred hours, Harry. I'm just saying to get like I probably spent a ton of time trying to get all 120 stars originally. Oh, you were trying to get all 120? No, not not this playthrough. But I'm just saying like I think it takes that level and serious hours to like really get the feel. No, it takes a serious commitment. Yes. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, Sorry, I thought you were going to call for something. Oh, no, it's just yawning. The uh, volcano star that you're talking about, I know exactly which one that is, and I actually 
had that exact problem when I did it in my most recent playthrough. I did actually jump toward one of those floating poles and missed it, fell all the way down into the lava pit. And I think I didn't die. I think I got to a platform, but then had no, I had like no coins left because I'd already gone up. I'd already done the, the circuit basically and got up to it and then, and then had to do it multiple times. There's only one thing I liked about the camera, and that was the fact that the camera would cast a shadow. Did you notice that? Oh, do you mean the actual, um, what's his name, the guy that actually floats behind you with a camera? Like, if you go into... Um... That's the actual camera. Right. Yeah, like, the camera is actually fixated to a creature that is following you. Yeah, there's the yeah. one room in, yeah. the, in the third, uh, but on, on the, the second mirror, floor. The mirror it has room. the mirror, right, yeah. right. But the problem with that is that they actually made him have, like, a hitbox. So part of the reason that he would get caught on so many things more so than others the camera physically couldn't move there yes oh man <clears throat> of course i didn't even think of that so he'd get Ugh. like tied up on a wall or um a, a, a lot of the times what would happen to me is i would have it zoomed out all the way so i could get the most depth perception that i could on a jump especially if there's like a really critical one like i was low health or something like that i'd be going to do this i would go and do the jump and then all of a sudden he is stuck on a platform and I can't see where Mario is, so I don't know if he is dangling or what. And I'd have to sit there and just fidget with the fucking camera. That, that happened a couple times. The one Bowser level. It was um, when you're climbing up the pole and then you have to get on the elevator to go up oh, above this platform. Bowser yes. too. That yeah. was a point where the camera, and I knew like there was a moving like cinder block up mm. top there, and I could easily just walk right off of the map. So I had to be very careful getting that camera back up. Yeah, to his I, spot. I, I think a combination of the camera and controls could have been better. I, I really, I, I'd be really curious to actually play that on like the the Wii U or the Wii with a um a more modern uh, control stick. Yeah, like a game, like a uh, GameCube pad or a uh, Pro um, controller or gamepad. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. I think I'd actually have. A, I'd actually. I think I'd actually have a lot more fun. A lot of my gripe is with that controller because I did play it with the sixty four controller. I'll, uh, you know, I'll admit, when I first sat down to play this again, I was like, wait a minute. I know I've played Mario 64 more recently. Why do the controls feel a little bit weird? And I think it had just been a while since I had the N64 in my hand, the N64 controller in my hand and used that, used the analog stick. Because it really felt foreign for like maybe the first, the first four stars. And then I was fine. Then I got used to it again. Well, and you can imagine someone like myself who I never had a 64 I've never owned a 64. Right. Me sitting down to try to play that fucking game, especially with me being a 30-year-old man and having man-sized hands. Oh, you didn't get the uh, the original uh, controller for the N64 that was a little bit larger and uh, but poor design? No, you don't I... have that one? I you don't have the judge I, for the N64? <laughs> That's a thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm making an Xbox oh. joke. <laughs> yeah, the, the Duke, you mean? The Duke, damn it! The Duke! Yeah. It's the Duke. I know the Duke by the sound of his engines. <laughs> <laughs> no? Escape I, from New York? Nobody? I, I, I did like the Duke controller, actually. Why am I not surprised? I have big hands, dude. I'm going to sculpt you an N64 controller that's designed just for you. No, thanks. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, some of the basics with the controls. I don't know if you guys noticed or knew this, but I think... You can, someone will correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the only Mario game where he actually, I mean, except for Smash Brothers, where he throws, like, punches and kicks. Like, you can defeat a Goomba by punching it and kicking it 
rather than just jumping on it. I'm pretty sure that Sunshine, there were no punches and kicks. Galaxy, you do the um, the spin attack with the um, with the Starmie, or not Starmie, uh, what are they called? The Star Guys, you know, that they, it's like under Mario's yeah, hat. Yeah, I... Fuck, I forgot Spin attack, yeah. So you like spin the spin the Wii, Wii mode and he attacks. But this is the only one that has like the B button, I'm pretty sure is for punching and kicking. And then, yeah, wahoo! I don't really miss it in later games, and I don't think I used it that much. I think I only used it to to like pick up, you know, King Babam and a couple things here or there. Pick up the uh, the penguin, you know, that kind of thing. Kill booze. Kill booze. I actually I got into the habit of like lunging at booze just because of the way that they're they're designed. I found that lunging works really well, or just getting near them and doing a ground pound. A lot's been said about the controls of Mario sixty four. For the time, it, it did innovate quite a bit, I think. And one of my favorite moves, of course, is the long jump. I'm sure you guys can attest to just doing long jumps throughout long corridors, long sections of the game. Um, I like the triple jump. You know, that's a lot of fun. I even like to do um, the backflip. Like, when I played this as a kid, I used the backflip constantly to get to certain areas. But then, of course, you can also, when Mario stops short and you change direction and do a jump, you'll do the same height as you would with the backflip. So you can, I don't want to say for more advanced Mario 64 players, but that's like a more advanced move that you can use to then, of course, wall jump and go wherever or or do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a couple, there are a couple stars that really stand out in my mind when it comes to tricky maneuvers for jumping that you have to do. The one is in um, Boo's Mansion, when you have to get up to the up to the roof to defeat Boo, and then you have to climb all the way up to the top of the, the building to get the star. And I still remember as a kid spending a lot of time just trying to get up to the highest, not the roof, but the highest floor because you have to either do a, not the first jump, but when you push forward on the analog stick, you get you get three jumps of different heights. The second jump and then do a wall jump immediately to get up there. And oh, I, you're talking about to get to the attic? To get to the then, attic, to thank you, get yes. To the roof. Did you do the triple jump to get up there? Well, okay, so... As a as a kid, I think the triple jump was my preferred method to get there. It's easier to do as a kid, and I think it's harder to understand some of these trickier maneuvers as a child. Just my opinion, because I didn't even know how to do the long jump as a kid. Like, really, I, I didn't. How did you oh. get through the game? I didn't do certain stars. There's for the um, a long time. Yeah, which is the one in the basement where you you go in like the metal the metal pool. There's a, a branching path right yeah. there, and you go to the left. To, you to, have to do a long jump to get to the other side. Exactly. That halted my progress on the game for a long time as a child. So did wow. you ever get to Plessy then? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, but I'm just saying it probably was like a year later when I figured that out. You were a man by then. Man. <laughs> oh, I've always been a man. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your mom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you uh, don't know my mom. Um, she knows me. We all know your mom. <laughs> we all know your mom. By the way, my preferred method for that was yeah. actually doing the wall jump. Oh, okay, yeah. I would I would do the single jump wall jump up to it. Yep. And then when I had to run outside, that was like one of the trickier controller points that I Yeah, would, yeah. cuz you have to do the long jump and then you have to like time running up the side of it because if you're on the slope for too long, You'll you slide, slide and you just fall to your death. Well, not to your death, but it's like six of the pieces of your health go away. When six, you, really? Yeah. Um, and then and then having to get to the platform and then crawling your whole fucking way to the star. Nah, bullshit. I ran that. I think I jumped it. Did you to really? Get, to get to this, like I, I did a combination jump and running just a little bit to get up there. Um, if I remember, 
Damn, oh no, I jumped say, the uh. entire time. As long as you kept jumping, you wouldn't slide off of the roof. So I kept jumping to get to that platform with the star. You mm. sure? Yeah, okay. So you have to do from that ledge where you kill Boo. Yeah. Then yeah. you do a long jump over to the one right. walkway. I started to walk up that way, but I lost my grip. So I just kept jumping until, until I got to that platform. I see. You lucked out. I, I couldn't get into the uh, the right rhythm for jumping for that. Mm. I'll tell you what was frustrating, though. I would hit Boo because you had to hit him three times, right, to kill him? Yeah. Yeah. I would hit him twice and try to circle around him and keep going back in that doorway and resetting the fight. Oh, oh God. God. I did it like 10 times. Oh. No, no I lie. I thought you were going to say you fell off and then had to go back up. Oh, that happened up. a couple times, too. It's <laughs> such a yeah. small fucking ledge, and he's such a big fucking ghost. I'm glad that this, this star sticks out in your mind, guys, because that was one when I was a kid. I spent a lot of time trying to do that one. It's not my least favorite. That fucking fat-ass penguin race down the slide. That was... That was my downfall. Cool, cool mountain. Cool, cool mountain. <laughs> cool, cool mountain. Yeah, fuck that penguin, though. So another jump that always got me was when you try to speak to the pink uh, little bob in Wet Dry World when you're trying to unlock the cannon to go to like the other hidden section of that world. And I would always try to do a triple jump on the wooden platform to get up to him. But as Clark has explained to me before we started that <laughs> you can just turn around and do a backflip and get up there no problem. I spent countless hours trying to do a triple jump on this tiny little platform and I didn't even have to. Um, that's one that it, it it's you only have like so small a space to, to pull off the triple jump. It can be done, but it, it takes a lot of practice and attempts. You weren't the only one that tried doing it that way. Yeah. I didn't think the backflip. It was like, oh, okay, well, I can jump. I can jump again and then try to get up there. And... It was just such a pain in the ass. Yeah. But eventually, you get up there. But apparently, it was done a lot e- easier. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. after that was after some trial and error. Oh, that, well, that, sure. I didn't just yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, backflip. I, this is what to no. This is just what I do. Yeah. <clears throat> Wet dry world, or also known as Peach's vagina. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and just Ooh. like her cake. Wait, so does it have a secret area? <laughs> <laughs> Filled with red coins? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. That didn't come out of my mouth. Well, depending on where you enter it, it's either really dry or really wet. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I uh, thought it'd be fun. Let's go through all the levels, and we'll talk about them just a little bit and see who likes what, who hates what, and what's what. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we started on Babam Battlefield. Great level. Classic. I enjoyed it. That was good. Yeah, no, I, I I, felt, okay, the slow pace of this level is what I really enjoyed. I felt this was a very casual, pick up the stars, just do menial little little tasks to get the stuff done. I thought it was a good introduction to the game, and I wish more of the game was simplified <laughs> like this. You can't fall off, a, like, a slope. No, you, you can't. Yeah, can't there's fall no inch to deaths, in, really. In no. infinity, mm-hmm. like, void. That one, you know, you have breathing room, you, you have... You have the space to experiment with all the jumps and attacks and everything that you can that you can do. So it's a perfect first level for the game. Uh, next, we had Womp's Fortress. <laughs> I think it's another good one. Um, it actually does, of course, introduce the idea of a of an insta death pit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all around it. Um, it's another very sort of big at the bottom small at the top level which is a recurring theme within the game a lot um, of cones in this game how do you think about it they love their cones and lots of cones <laughs> no nintendo 
No, it was, it was a good level, though. I thought the design was, was good. I, I like. Yeah, I, I like that one as well. Interestingly, that's the only one that has that little owl friend, right? That you can like yeah, you pop out of that tree. Oh yeah, and you can you hold A and he'll come down and pick you up and all that. I don't think you use him ever again or see him ever again. That's okay. It makes it unique to that level. It does, and, and it, that's what I think. Certain levels are very bland. Mm. That they're almost like copy and paste of other levels, in, in my uh, opinion. But I don't know. I, I think they should Mixes keep. It up. They should keep unique stuff to certain levels, like the um. With the like giant vulture in uh, shifting sands. Yeah, yeah, he's unique yeah, to that, that level. Mm-hmm. Isn't he? he stole my hat once. Yeah, yeah it's happened. Son to me. of a bitch! I think we all had our hat taken from him. Uh, then it was Jolly Roger Bay, which actually I really like that one. Yeah, uh, that that was a really good one as well. That's the one with the sunken ship. Yeah, that you have to raise up. I thought that was really cool because that's kind of your first really dynamic world change that you affect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was actually really cool. I, I actually true. that was like one of my that was one of my like favorite levels right there. The music. I did not like that star you had to get on the eel's tail. That took me a couple tries. But again, yeah. that came back to the depth perception again, and just him waving the tail around. And if you run into him, it's like almost you're dead because it yeah. gives you like one or maybe two slivers of life, not enough to get to coins or to the surface to get your air. It would just I don't know, it would just kill you. He fucks your world Agreed. up. Agreed, that one's tough. But really, for that, the the most important thing that stands in my mind for Jolly Roger Bay is the music. I would go in there and just let Mario fall asleep and listen to the music. <laughs> and, of course, everybody's favorite, Cool Cool Mountain. Fuck Cool Cool Mountain. Yeah, fuck Cool Cool Mountain. <laughs> you know, I can't remember now. Did I beat the penguin in my stream? Did you not see that? I don't remember you actually. I think you were like, nah, I'll just do this one later. And then went... Yeah, uh, so for anyone listening, too, uh, Ralph did a stream. I commented on the first, like, hour I was in the chat, um, and that's actually something that we're going to be doing more of going forward. Is- no, I, I will say, you playing through this game, you may disagree, Ralph, but it, you made this game your bitch. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, you did. I, there was it took so- me almost five hours to beat it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. That's a oh. long time. It took me, like, an agonizing 12. Okay. 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 <laughs> Dear Mario, I have baked a cake for you. <laughs> Shut, up. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. But no, no. I I think uh, most of the um most of the stars in Cool Cool Mountain revolved around you starting at the top of the mountain and somehow ending at the bottom of the mountain to earn that star. Definitely Opp- opposite cone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Opposite um, cone. For that one. One that always eluded me was the snowman, and even upon doing it again um, for for the for the stream, I found that I couldn't remember what it was I had to do to get the snowman's body to reach the head. Yeah, I I didn't get that star either. I I had no idea how to do that. It actually it has its own a unique gameplay mechanic where you have to race the 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 body down, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You have to lead it to the head. And the body will follow you. You have to stand behind and to the side of the head, and the the the, the body will roll and follow Mario. So I, I can't think of any other example where there's an object in in the game world where it actually will follow Mario, and depending on where you go, it changes that in, in, at least in that in that manner. Yeah. Now one issue with that. Now there are some stars you can jump ahead and earn mm-hmm. before it's unlocked in the main menu. If you know where it is, yeah. That is one of those ones I don't think I was able to unlock because I never beat the penguin. 
Really? Yeah. Like certain things do change in the environment, certain reactions. Because like the, the, the Koopa race ones, you have to like specifically click on that star to unlock that that option of a quest. Right, because he just won't be standing there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think the snowman one was one of those ones, and they put that fucking penguin race before <laughs> it. So it, I only think I got half of the stars in that world because I was limited on my options there. Yeah, that that pink. Oh my god, that penguin race! I spent forty five minutes on the penguin race and was just like, I'm I'm just moving on. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck these penguins before something breaks. Yeah, and I was using somebody else's sixty four, so I did not want to break it. <laughs> no, that that wouldn't work out too well. Big Boo's haunt, which is actually when I kicked it and started watching uh, some of Ralph's live stream. That's, that's when I saw that happening. Thought it was okay. Big Boo's Haunt is one of my absolute favorites, actually. I used to love going going into that one and, and doing doing all the stars. Yeah, that's that the one, one that we were just talking about, right? Where mm-hmm. you have to like do the final jump across. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an amazing level too, because there's like the two main sections. And and I think that's actually where it first introduces like, look, there's gonna be like two completely separate areas that you're gonna go to in one map, real really, because um I mean I guess Jolly Roger, Roger Bay had that like one little offshoot, but it was only one room at the end of a long tunnel where mm-hmm. this was like, oh, there's going to be completely different mechanics over here where you're like going down to the merry-go-round in the shack. And then you do the um, like the house itself. I, I thought it was really cool. No, I, I will say there, there were, I'll just say the one for now, but they did have a very like, because at this point, this is what, mid-game, you'd say when you're about you know, uh, early mid-game? Kind of getting there, yeah. yeah. When you're getting the booze place. You're about they, a third of the way because there's 15 levels. Yeah. They had a star to be earned in this level that was so dumbed down. There was the, okay, it was the- The merry-go-round? The, no, the book puzzle one. The three. Oh, that was so easy. You're I right. I know. I'm just saying, you're getting early mid-game at this point. Why are we throwing these very basic functions at the player at this point? I thought it was very out of place where they could have done something a little bit more creative with some of these stars. I won't argue. I won't argue with that. Then we have the Hazy Maze Cave. Hazy Maze Cave. That is in the basement. Is that correct? That's the metal pool. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't remember a lot of that one. I thought it was very boring. Oh, so Hazy that's... Maze Cave, I do want to say that's one of my favorite levels. Like, I love the music in it. I love um, the the way that you can, can go. You just keep going further down, 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 and you find Plessy. Which is like the basically the Loch Ness monster yeah. in the basement. You get to ride around um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of it, but now going back, I was like, you have to ground pound Plessy's back in order for its head to come down. I was like, ooh, yeah, you got to pound that that's... dinosaur. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> you got to pound it. But pound also, it's dinosaur. like I was like, you know, that's it's kind of cruel. You don't that's have to. Around. You can just run up on her head. Mm, I, I the easy. Sure? The, that's she'll... how I played the entire time. Really, you just jump onto her head and then you could steer. Her oh, so I'm just a sicko who likes yeah. to, you know, you just like to pound animals. Yeah, I just like to beat up on, uh, you know, turtles monsters. and goombas and yeah, right, fucking goombas. I I do like fucking, the you're like getting cocky Mario. You're getting cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get cocky. The um the like mustard gas like maze seemed really out of place and weird but i still liked it and i also find it really odd that the metal mario power-up is in an actual level like the invisibility power-up and the um the flight cap those are actually like stars within the castle but this one is within that world like you have to yep you have to ride plessy in order to get there Mm -hmm. and then unlock it i just thought it was a weird choice i don't know why they didn't make it somewhere like in the in the 
in the moat in front of the, the castle or something. Hmm. So then Lethal Lava Land. Lethal Lava Land was where you had to beat up the bullies for the first time, right? True. Yeah. The big one, and then he's like his kids. Yeah. The big bully is fucking annoying. Yep. He is a pain in the ass to push off that fucking yeah. platform. Oh, yeah. I remembered him being easier. Going back and playing it now, I was like, I can't beat this bully. What the hell is this? And then I found you just do the Mario's kick. Mm-hmm. You just have to like time it a little bit. Jump and kick a little bit like early. Back, yeah. And, then and, back, he'll, and back, he'll, yeah. he'll go off. Uh, this also had another one of those... And this this is officially like midpoint in the game. This had a very easy star. The red coins in this one, they yeah. were on the moving oh, yeah. tile puzzle. Mm-hmm. So easy. Yeah. So easy. By the time I got to that one, I don't know about you guys, but I had unlocked the flight cap. And if you go left instead of right, there's a flight cap and you just do a triple jump or you can fly anywhere on that in that level. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I did. Actually, speaking of the caps real quick, there's the invisibility cap. There's the... Um, metal cap, metal cap, and Which doesn't the, last long and, enough. And the, and the flight, flight cap. I actually waited until I un- had unlocked all the levels, then went and got my three stars for unlocking all the different cap, the different caps, and then went and finished off all those challenges involving yeah, the, okay. the. Yeah, because there was quite a few with the metal cap you couldn't do until you unlocked that. Like, right, a lot yeah. of them in the water level. Yeah, we have to. We have to walk in in under the water yeah. and uh, yeah, all that. Fall through a jet stream. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, I think that's the name of the star through the jet stream. Through the jet stream. It is. Yep. And Jolly Ro- Jolly Roger. Yes. I I did like in in the lava land where you could actually ride around on the lava on the turtle shell. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, cool. That, but that was, I found fun. myself bumping into something just slightly, and then losing the shell immediately. Oh yeah, then, then you're done. <laughs> Just like instant death. <laughs> I like um, the way that you can use that to your advantage if need be. Like if you, if you need, you're you trying to make a jump and you can't and you fall into the lava intentionally, you get like a, a pretty far jump. Yeah. I mean, it's probably similar to a long jump, but there are some situations where it's advantageous to jump into the lava if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I That one, I mean, I kind of like the concept of going into the volcano and then there being another area. Very similar to... The next one, I'm pretty sure, is is um, shifting sand shifting land. sands where you have the pyramid. They seem to have a theme there that there's the the regular world and then an interior uh, interior area. But the lava went, yeah, it's okay. I I uh, are we moving on to shifting? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, I had issues with the one getting to the top of the four pillars. I eventually gave oh, up. Oh, so we on are it. moving into the shifting sand. Yeah. Um, no, I had an issue with that one. I fell into the quicksand quite a few times, and it's like instant death. Me yep. too. Right in the mm-hmm. middle of the level, and it's just like, even if you put a toe in it, it's just, pfft, yeah. you're sinking. What I did for that one was I did a triple jump up to the top of that like platform near the the Sarlacc pit, as I like to call it, the, <laughs> the, the little uh, sand instant death thing right in the beginning of the level. You get the flight cap, do another triple jump and from there you can ground pound like you you wait for your your shadow to hover over the pillar and then do a do like a, a ground pound and you'll drop right down and the the two that are in those instant death areas are pretty tough and then the other two are really easy because you can just walk up and do mm-hmm. them did find utilizing the the flight cap really helped out with that a little bit oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that was actually one of my least favorite levels i have to admit i'm pretty nostalgic on that one because i do like going into the pyramid 
and fighting the boss with two hands, which always reminded me of Andros, and it also reminds mm. me of Bongo Bongo in Ocarina of Time. It just True. seems like Nintendo has this theme of bosses where they have hands with a weak spot um, or with a weak point. Uh, I liked I liked that one, and just going in and exploring the interior of the pyramid. That's yeah. That's hand, that hands are like always an ongoing theme for Nintendo. Oh, Smash Brothers, yeah. Yeah, Smash yeah. Brothers bosses. There's always giant hand. It's, it's a literally a giant hand. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, there's the um, the vulture that'll steal your hat in that one. Yeah, the little bastard. He's easier yeah. to kill than the monkey, which we'll talk about it. You killed him? The vulture? Yeah. Or at least hit him or not. And he goes, like, goes away for a little yeah. bit. Then it's uh, Dire Dire Docks. Dire Dire Docks. That was the one that had the whirlpool right in the first water area you drop into. The one that's right with um, Bowser's uh, second. second uh, his, oh, uh, and, and it has the, um, the stars in the chest, in the four chests. Yep. Okay, yeah. yeah there's that. It's got Bowser's sub. Is the one? Yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. That was a, that was a pretty good. That was a pretty. I good don't one. think I spent too much time on that level. I got a couple quick stars in there and just. Bounced. I think I got all the stars out of that one except for I the hundred coin. I didn't do any of the hundred coin challenges. Not uh, for this run, I didn't either. I did it on the first two levels. Damn, that's cool. You they're, must, they're easy though. You must have been hard up for stars. No, I just remember those being easy, and I always liked doing the hundred coin stars, just not on difficult levels. But I, I don't enough. mind taking yeah. my time exploring every little nook and cranny of the level just to, I don't know. I can appreciate that. Get in them nooks and crannies, man. You know what? Like an English muffin. I was going to say English <laughs> muffin. <laughs> Cut that shit with a fork. <laughs> then on to Snowman's Land. I'm starting to lose my grip on what Snowman's Land were. is the one with the giant snowman that if you don't ride the penguin's head he'll blow you off and you'll lose your hat as well oh right 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 right. that one doesn't go far though the hat just lands on the ground yeah a couple feet away from you right i think this is the only place i didn't get a single star in really because there's another bully an ice bully yeah, uh, in that, that one yeah, there's the ice bullies easy the um there's the one star that's in like ice like right to the left as soon as you fall into the world and that I, that one i thought i was like oh i have to wait for the invisibility cap for that one i was like no you don't you just go in and solve the puzzle i was trying to solve the puzzle and it was too difficult <laughs> oh, it, it took me like 15 seconds it's it, like if you go in From on right the camera opposite, angle if you go in it. on the opposite side from where you first see it there's a there's like a back entrance if you go in all you have to do is like jump up Go to the right, drop down, and then crawl. And yeah, Clark back. took the back entrance and found it. Yeah, this world I think is the only one where Mario has to crawl to get to a star because there's this tiny little igloo with it within the, the right. snowman. Right, and that one's tough to. That's another one that I always like where the where the where the triangle sections like are moving on the platform and it's like a small one, small one, big one, small one, small oh, one. Oh, that one. was frustrating. That's a pain in the neck to oh, try yeah. to get the rhythm on that, and then you have to climb up and then drop down to that little uh, that little igloo. Oh, I actually did a completely different way. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, um, if you jump on the little twirly dude that's in the yes. water, and you go over and you get the one star in the left box. Yes. In the right box is a turtle shell. Yeah. You can ride on. You can ride it across the water, go right up the thing, oh, okay. and then hop over the fence. Nice. On to the wet dry world. Wet dry world is one of my favorites. Peach's vagina that's is it. one of my favorites. Yeah, that's I did enjoy Peach's vagina. <laughs> I I did. Like like I said, I, I got all the stars in this one. I'm sorry, I don't remember how I did the bomb bomb thing or unlock the cannon. Right. No, no, that's fine. I, I just um when I was a kid, the the one where it's in like the the fence and has the two mm-hmm. platforms, I never figured that one out. I don't know. I just I just couldn't do it. 
I looked it up this time and found out it was really easy to do. But it's another one of those worlds that has like a secret area that you can continue to go through. And I really always liked that about Wet Dry World. Like the different water levels, it's like, eh, no big deal. They probably handled it better than the uh, the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time. Oh. But <laughs> I... I guess you never played that, didn't you? I, I liked I liked that. Like, just aim for the corner of the world and you, you know, go in and, and yeah. swim down through. And then there's, like, this hidden town. It's like, well, who lives here? Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this place? And that's the first level in the game that, depending on how you enter the game, or enter the world, rather. Oh, the height in the picture. Yeah, the height in the picture. It, it matters where the water level is when you spawn oh, into it. Fuck, you I didn't know, know that? that. You didn't know that? It always seemed <laughs> to start at the same level for me. Did you always jump into it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so if you jump in at mid-level, the water is mid-high. If you jump and just kind of crawl over into the ledge, it's at the bottom. And then if you stand there and do a backflip, it's, it's at its highest. Did you find it was really difficult to change the water level to your liking? No, not really. I got I, I did it so many times that I just knew, boom, I got to get to here to do that one. Got to get to here to raise it to that level. Like it's Yeah. Well, like it's weird cuz like three or four of those stars, you need to have the water level at low to begin with. Right. Like to begin the level, like the like the one with the cage where you yeah, got to drop the, the cage, the, the elevator the, down. The uh, yeah. the number the number game. Yes. Yeah. Is that um, the first the first world to have that? No. Uh, because I forgot about I forgot about that whole sort of game mechanic going yeah, back to weird. it. And I and I didn't get any of those stars in this playthrough. I was like, oh yeah, you have to go here and here and here and here, and you'll a star will appear. That wasn't a difficult star to get, though. At least in my opinion. Sure. No, it's not a difficult star to get if you know where you're looking for the stuff. I mean, if you if you didn't like. I, I got to that point for the unlock, and I was like, what the fuck is this? So I had to actually like, look it up, and I was like, okay. But yeah, it, it's not it's not too bad. Uh, but that's where you know it's it introduces the whole, it's going to matter how you enter this world type of uh, right, tactic. Because right, right. then you see that uh, like two or three other times throughout right. the rest. Where it just depends. And where it switches it up, and that's kind of cool, where it, you're, yeah. you're kind of have three different levels in one level-ish. Yeah. Ish. TikTok clock and um, what's what's it called? Is it is it big small world or? I mean tiny huge island. Tiny huge island, which yeah, comes after tall tall mountain. Because there are two two different paintings, right? Right. Um, well, yeah. Why don't we do the? We'll do them in order. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. Just getting excited. All right. Well, next is uh, tall tall mountain with that damn little monkey. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that fucking monkey. Thieving monkey. Another slide level. Another slide. Uh, mm-hmm. World. I like that slide. That one took me quite a few tries. But thank God they gave you the extra, uh, the one-ups on the actual slide itself. So if you did fuck up, you can keep trying without having to start all the way at the bottom of the mountain and climb all the way up right. again. I might have been delirious at that point from my, <laughs> from my play, but I remembered there being a slide, but I didn't, I didn't seek it out. I probably mm. should have to, it, to the full It, it was actually because the one star is you have to get to the very top of the mountain. As you're walking past this ledge, oh, one like of the hole, rocks, right? No, it not. Uh, it moves like a like one of the pictures. You know how like that has that water effect right Where before like you're the, about no, to like jump the in. Ripple. Yeah, exactly. It, that's what caught me off guard. I was like, "Ooh, what what the fuck is this?" But yeah, right. I'll go back and play that one. It was an okay map. I'm not going to say it's one of my favorites. But it's a little bit more difficult. I think. It is. It is. And then now getting to your tiny huge world. Where, I'm sorry, Tiny Huge Island. Tiny Huge Island. I always remembered the, the flounder with the sunglasses in that yeah. one. That said, that'll, that'll eat you, just flat <laughs> yeah. out eat you if you're in the water. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
got to avoid the shit out of him. Yeah. And uh, of course there's that one Koopa on the hill that you can you can steal his shell and just skip the water altogether by riding around on it. And I do also remember at the very top of the mountain that's where is the, I I can't remember the name of the caterpillar character in in these Mario games. Does it start with a W? I don't remember. No. Wiggler. Wiggler, thank you. Yeah. You have to defeat Wiggler in single combat, um, which is always a single combat. Single combat. Man versus caterpillar, I think. Thing-ish, kind of. This is one of those levels I wish they would have done more with. I was not, uh, I don't know, I was not... I am not impressed by your performance. Yeah, I, I think that was... I, I, I wasn't impressed with it. It was It was a boring, boring area, in my opinion. Just... Great concept, executed poorly. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing that I sh- really, really enjoyed about that level was um, going in as the big as big Mario and just like jumping four or five times and being at the top of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> like just like boop 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 boop. I'm here. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, the TikTok clock. I did not Already do this level. TikTok clock. Jeez. Um, of course, that's the one where, depending on where the hands are, it changes the speed of the moving platforms in the in the level. Yeah, um, I know that there are some stars there that are fairly easy to get to, but for my last playthrough, I didn't I didn't get any stars in TikTok Clock. Yeah, I think I just kind of skipped it all together, to be honest with you. No, I got a couple stars in there. This is actually, I wish I would have spent more time in this area than maybe some of the lackluster areas I discussed earlier. Um, I did get, I think it was like three stars out of this place and i I think that i I definitely could have spent more time exploring this uh this map i I did i did enjoy it i thought it was a creative design to be honest with you no regrets no what no regrets regrets no regrets no regrets no regrets (laughs) no regrets (laughs) and then no mean cash me outside how about that (laughs) oh my god cash me outside about that cash me outside how about that mario the rainbow ride Okay, so Rainbow Ride. I remember spending a lot of time there when I was a kid and going through it this time. I found a couple stars that I, I didn't remember. Like there was, there's the one branching path that I was surprised was there. And to me, that one is just sort of like, that's the pinnacle of the evolution of the concept. Like this is as far as they, it's it's almost like a, like a defaulted, um, or not defaulted. It's almost like um, an extra Bowser world, basically on the layout. It is. No, I, I definitely agree. You know what I mean? Because there's just it's nothing but a bottomless pit and a very very small platforms. I think it was a good way to end the game. Like this is the final world. You have to use all the skills and everything that you've amassed throughout the game, and this is your this is your final world. Go. Secret stars. I love how Toad just fucking handed them out like candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he hit, Toad hands out what three or four? I think three. I got three. Stars. I got three, three from him. Yeah. I all, did. Uh, anyone catch the rabbit? Oh, yes. Yeah. I yes. got both of them. Twice. Mips. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. I got nips twice. Not nips. Or mips. 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 I got. I got both them nips. I got both. Oh my I got god. Both <laughs> them, I got both them nip stars. Um, wait. Let me go. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Let me go. Nah. I'm just gonna abuse you a little bit. <laughs> Don't abuse those nips. Give me a stars. Bunch of sadists in here. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a lot coming from the guy who's pounding the back of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Plessy. I'm so sorry. I know. I cried every time. It's like shut up. Take it. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't just say that. <laughs> oh boy. I. Um, oh, go sorry. Ahead, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no
Fine, then I'll go. Uh, uh, the secret slides. That's uh, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Right. No, that's secret slide. The secret slides. You're gonna slither in. Peaches' secret slides. Oh, oh god. Peaches' right secret slide. Slide right in. Step on up, boys. Come take a ride. Dear Mario, I had made a slide for you. Yours truly, Princess Toadstool. I call it the Rainbow Ride. Peach. <laughs> Oh. Strawberry shortcake. Okay. Oh, oh um, no. <laughs> so the slides. Um, I do, of course, the first slide is a lot of fun. And recently, not for this, not for this run, but recently, you know, a couple weeks ago, I played that slide again and like second try got the 22nd star, which was something I always, it was like, it was one of my, um, what do you call it? Um, what's the animal when it always, it gets away, it gets away from you. What do they call that? The white whale. Thank you very yeah, much. White whale. Oh. Moby Dick. It was my white whale. I could never get it when I was a kid. One of those other stars. I, I guess I have a couple white whale stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a... I'm dead. A school, <laughs> a school of white whales. <laughs> Total, uh, just, I had several white whales. But I got that one. Did you guys get the 22nd uh, the castle uh, slide? No, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I got all the caps. I got all the stars from the caps. Oh, so the the red the red coins and those. No, you get a star for all the cap levels. Do you? Are they, uh, sorry, yeah. it might be the it might be the red coins. Yeah, in each I think there are level. eight eight red coins in each one of those. Yeah, yeah but you you have to do the red coins to unlock the cap. No, you just gotta hit that button. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The button just gets you the cap. Oh. Because well. the only one I did was Metal Mario, because they're all right there, and it's really easy. I'm not gonna lie. I I used a lot of the secret stars. I looked up a bunch of the secret stars. Yeah. To get through the game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how you play it, man. It's all right. Gotta no, I mean, I got to do. 60 and I was like, I need to just be finished with this. And, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up the locations of the 65 hours in. Seven shots of espresso in this red eye latte. I, I, when I got to down. 65, I was like, fuck, there's only hard stars left to get. I did look up Secret stars, stars at that point. Oh, okay. And then found that Toad just hands out three of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ka-ching! <laughs> what a nice surprise. Yeah, it was nice. Love it. And then there was the aquarium level. The oh, the aquarium level in... Oh, um, right. Uh, 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 I like Dyer that one. Docks. I, I like it, yeah. too. Actually, yeah, the, I think it's weird. It's one of the weirdest levels because it's just a world full of water and there are windows that you can look out of it's like what where am i most of them it's like based in reality kind of where you are oh really but this one oh, really well i mean you know. reality i like putting on my winged cap and jumping and flying around but too. you're in the sky like you're i in do the triple sky. jumps all the time guys. i love when you drive guys. through rory's ford and you see that giant bomb on a mountain oh yeah guys yeah. I, okay you not can't. That. You can't grab me from my behind. Not that kind of reality. <laughs> it's cool. I wrestled Bowser yesterday. <laughs> alternative season reality. Did I say that? No, I didn't. Don't say no. alternative reality. <laughs> <laughs> alternative facts. Alternative here. facts. I'll, I'll, it was an alternative reality. No, but what I mean is, like, you know, this one there's a mountain. This one there's a there's a dock. This one there's you know it's for for that secret star. You're like in a box filled with water and there are windows. It's like, what is this supposed to be? It's not like it's a fish tank or, or, or like a fish bowl. Like There's what? some fish in there. It's, yeah, I know. But at the same time, you don't see a fish tank with like windows. Should we move on to the Bowser battles then? Sure. There are three stars in each of those. No, there's not. There's keys. Stars. Oh, the red, red coins. coins. Stars. Boom, son. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to out me. You just got wrecked, son. Yeah. 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 Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mario's like he's working out at a gym. And just a, he's just working the heavy bag. Yeah, wah, yeah, wah, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> you know you want to see that. I don't. You know that's funny. <laughs> it is funny. So here we go. Bowser. This little punk Ooh. little bitch. Yeah, he is kind of a. Dun, dun, kind of a dun, boom, dun, so boom, boom, so dun. Bowser himself is a pretty easy battle. The, the, the three different times, you just grab his tail, center the camera. It always centers on a bomb throw. What do you mean by center the camera? You know, if you press down, it centers the camera. It it straightens the camera towards the way that you're looking. Well, when you're spinning, oh, with, oh, oh, yeah, if you're okay, spinning yeah. with Bowser and you straighten the camera, it always looks at a bomb. It's very easy to throw him that way. I still <laughs> managed to fuck that up a few times. I think it's just a pain. In my in my playthrough, I actually defeated the final Bowser on the first go. But the other Bowsers, I don't think I did. I think Bowser really? two. I think Bowser two got me. Bowser two ended up killing me somehow. I had more trouble with the actual level of getting to him than fighting him himself. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, the the third Bowser level, for as much of a pain in the ass the actual uh, camera gets, uh, that was actually one of the better courses. Oh, yeah. Game. I like where the actual Bowser levels felt more of kind of like a throwback to, like, just as, like, the classic platform, because you have all these extra obstacles. I mean, obviously, that is that is throughout the game, but instead of just being an entire world where you're going out, you know, back and forth with it, it's... I don't know. It's a little more to its roots, I guess, is the yeah, best and, way to put it. Yeah, it, it's it. It feels like the 3D version of fighting Bowser on a bridge, like you do in two, no one, 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 one. Yeah, it, okay. It, it it feels like that. Like it's just you and him. There's no bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's you, him, and some fire, and some bombs, bitch, and peaches cake on the table. Slip and slide. I'm surprised. <laughs> so, so making that analogy on like the classic feel, mm-hmm. whatever happened? Wasn't there an axe at some point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Did that get incorporated in the game whatsoever? No. No, there's no hammer either, or power star, or fire, or mushroom. There's no power ups in this game. That's, it's the that, caps. That's a missed opportunity there. Yeah, I it didn't uh, really work out. Fire flower until um, was it Galaxy or Galaxy Two? Fire flower or uh, fire power? Sorry. Like, where you get the flower, and then you can throw fireballs, and Mario goes white and red. That is in the first Mario game. Yeah, I know. I know it's in the first one. It's in the third one. I'm saying in, in a 3D Mario. Oh, they oh, didn't... oh, oh. Sorry, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, what? <laughs> That's been in Mario forever. No, Harry no, just, I, um... I'm just realizing that now, but those are some of, like, the tropes that are, like, oh, yeah. associated with Mario. Like, I feel this... like they really dropped the ball on that one. Uh, honestly, that's... Also, another thing that I actually like, kind of hold against this game, where I still think it's one of the, you know. Oh yeah, Clark, you're gonna tell me you're a Mario purist now. I'm not a Mario purist. Uh-huh. Well, do you want to get into final thoughts? <laughs> we can, we can go. <laughs> no, there. no, no, we, we got, got two there. more no, segments. No, nope. <laughs> beep, bop, boop. Graphics. All right, so let's move on to graphics. What did you guys think? The N64, launch title, 1996. No expansion pack, obviously. A lot of polygons, some 2D and 3D sprites working together. I don't know if you guys noticed, but if you look at a tree and then you turn left and right, it's just a 2D yeah. 2D sprite that turns with Mario. It's one way that they uh, got around some of the uh, limitations of the N64. Personally, I feel that the game looks about as 
good as it could have for an N64 launch title. I have almost no gripes graphically that I can think of off the top of my head. No, I, no I, complaints. I, I think it's groundbreaking for the time. I think they definitely set a new standard for like a 3D platformer. Being a launch title, too, I think that was a good way to kick it off for the N64 generation. Absolutely. Um, one thing I will say is... Uh, if you're going to make the comparison of like launch titles from the PlayStation and the 64, PlayStation decidedly went for a more like I don't want to say gritty, but they went for a more realistic style and you can see that throughout pretty much all of their stuff, you know, going forward. Whereas Nintendo went for this like family-friendly kind of like it's we car- can it's cartoony, car- cartoony, cartoony yeah. yeah kind of kind of feel to it and that you can see expanded out as well well like, that's almost their mo i mean yeah right well, ab- they, absolutely they do it really well and, yeah and, and that's the thing I'm, I'm not taking away from that they've done that consistently from when i had my super nintendo till when i had my wii and my you know 3ds now like yeah it's it's something that they do very very well and they continue to to do that and it was very innovative going forward for that kind of cartoony look. Yeah, all I was going to say was that I think pretty sure that Sony targeted older gamers intentionally with the PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They they weren't really going to put Metal Gear Solid on a Nintendo 64. Right. Colonel Peach's cake looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat it all up. Now, okay, correct me if I'm wrong on this one. You're wrong. Wrong. I feel like this happens a lot. I gotta stop wrong, setting wrong, my wrong. follow-up <laughs> thoughts with that that phrase. I think it's apparent that they worked on certain levels more so than others. I think it's a step parent. What do you mean? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> oh, you said whoosh. apparent, and he said step parent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no no rebuttal or no. no some some levels definitely seem to have some polish, and other ones didn't. I'm trying to think of a good example right off the bat. Hey, no, not Hazy Days Maze. What is the one? It's either before or after Hazy Days. Oh wait, no, maybe it is Hazy Days Maze. Okay, is that the one that you jump into the metal? Yes. Yeah. And is that one like predominantly green and like there's a bunch yes. of like the red and the red um stuff that you can climb on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't think was a very polished level uh, in terms of just like... It's pretty haphazard in, in, in now when you stop and think about it. Yeah, it's very like abrupt looking. Um, it's, you know, green walls with red and it, it doesn't like... It's not like visually appealing. Whereas like I can't think of anything like on Babam's Battlefield that I didn't like about that level. Like right. that level design and polish was amazing. Like you can just look around and you're like, oh, cool. Like it's it's... It, it's nice. It looks constructed in a way. Whereas this was like, hey, let's we're just going to take a bunch of rooms, and so that you can't see the full breadth of this room, we're going to drop a black curtain so that you can only see a certain amount of depth to the room. It's almost like an unfinished mine, which might have been what they were going for. But you're right. It's not a visually appealing level. Right. Now, right. something, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I feel like it's also one of the biggest levels. Like, to cross from one area all the way across, like, because, I mean, that that's the one with Ness, or not Ness, um, Plessy, Plessy, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's way down there, and I mean, that that's quite a travel right. to get to get down to her. I, I feel like maybe they just spread out their resources in that level, and they didn't just focus on one, like, because, I mean, if it's a small area, you can really work on, oh, cool, we can throw this in, make this unique looking, really polish this out. Maybe because that one was so big, it got less attention per 
square foot, so to speak. It does sort of go on and on if you want to consider the the metal cap being part of it. Yeah, That's and one thing I had to but like that that whole metal cap where you're like jumping up and then there's like the Russian water underneath. That was unique and interesting. That but that was just one section of that. Like that seemed like it was really polished because they're like, look, everybody's gonna have to go get the metal cap. It's a series of tubes. It's the internet. It's not something you just dump something on. It's not a big truck. It's a series of tubes. Hazy Maze Cave is a series. No, this joke didn't work. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know where you're going with it either. I was I'll show like, you when we're done. I say something. I'll show you when we're done. Okay. That was my biggest point. It just. Yeah. I saw a difference between certain levels. No, absolutely. I mean, like the whole. If you think about even just like certain concepts for worlds, like wet dry world, like that whole concept where you're constantly moving, lit, you know, think about like the level of like, okay, we need to make sure that like when the water is this high. You can access this. You can access this. And then you have, you know, okay, it's not exactly the same, but like there are a bunch of cone shaped landscapes in this. And some of them, it kind of feels like um, the fortress level where you're running around and the uh, cool, cool mountain. Or like could, palette swapped. Yeah. It could almost be palette swapped in a way. Like not where you get up and then you actually like crawl up to the, the top where there's like all the uh, gray cinder blocks for that but like the actual like going around the mountain and stuff it could just be the same thing just like repalletized and kind of like moves moves and stuff around i could kind of see it maybe by the time we got to um who is it um what's the mountain one with the monkey and the tall, mushrooms? tall mountain tall tall mountain it, it was tired at that point would you yeah. guys agree yeah by tall yeah. tall mountain that the idea the, cone. the idea yeah. of the cone you start at the bottom was pretty tired yeah absolutely yeah, no, that that's a valid point. I I didn't think of that. Before. And, they, and they 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 keep kind of handing it to you too, because um, there's Tall Tall Mountain, and then almost immediately following it is uh, Little Big, Little Big World or whatever. Tiny huge island. Tiny, yeah, huge tiny island. huge island. It's the same idea. All right, so we'll go back a little bit, gameplay and graphics. Talk about Mario's face that you can manipulate uh, in the opening. I don't know about you guys, but. When I was a kid, I know I've said it a bunch of times, when I was a kid, I used to spend quite a bit of time just playing with Mario's face, just manipulating that, keeping it, and then getting it really funky and letting go of, I think, the B button, and his face just wow, 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 all comes right back together. That was actually so popular that they made that a minigame in uh, Mario Party. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah had, where you, you, you had, had to, to like could... stretch his face out and match one? a picture. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. man. It's been a while. But yeah. did you guys play around with that at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's the, That would sometimes take up like a good... 15 20 minutes before he even just started playing the game you know it's again it's just another weird thing to do i didn't this playthrough i actually kind of forgot that was there but i do remember it now that you bring it up like i at, at my cousin's house that had yeah. 64 i did that no, i think i think we all experimented with that yeah. at one point or another we've all experimented with mario's face <laughs> that mustache <laughs> though big nose great ride <laughs> mustache rides <laughs> oh it tickles and pokes all at the same time do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm good for. Do you guys think Bowser was kind of ugly in his design, his 3D, his 3D design? Bowser's been Bowser, been has been Bowser. No. Pro- proportionally, he seemed way bigger. There, there was a way bigger variance than some of the older titles. Well, yeah. So for they sure, really, for sure, they but, really upgraded that. I mean, have you played any Mario games past 64? No, really, I have not. Neither have I. Bowser's huge in the first. So he just keeps galaxy. getting bigger. Yeah, he get he's like planet sized almost. Would you say <laughs> he's uh, a no. planet? No, 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 no. He's you a Death Star. I, I won. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. It seemed appropriate. For Super Mario Galaxy. Planet what? Bowser. Pla- no, just 
just keep moving. No, <laughs> no, I Harry. I no, that, I, that's what I was trying to get at. I don't no, want what? to formulate was, a joke was, out of it, though. That he was planet sized. <laughs> yes. Oh, I did it for you. No problem. That but, wasn't a joke. What wasn't a joke? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a letdown. Bobby Cat. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, you want to throw a little anecdote into the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 throw in the the Bobby Cat thing. You, you heard <laughs> us. We joked about it. I think during the No Man's Sky episode. And now that the audience has been introduced to John, John is the other part of the story. <laughs> Harry and I were visiting John in Kentucky, and we had just enjoyed an, a, a morning of touring a bunch of bourbon places and drinking a bunch of bourbon and we're driving behind a tractor trailer with like one of those bobcat excavators on the back of it harry's like oh man i thought of a really dumb joke and we're like all right well are you gonna say it he's like no it's too stupid i can't i can't do it <laughs> i can bring it up though so so we berated him until he told us and he was like oh what do you call a baby bobcat a <laughs> a bobby cat and we looked at him and and he was like no get it because bobby is like a kid's name for bob not like bob kitten or bob kitty like like bobby cat yeah bobby cat john and i laughed hysterically for 10 minutes then proceeded for 15 minutes to harass Harry and call him an asshole. <laughs> and he never it told was... another joke. <laughs> no, he still has, but oh boy, Bobby Cat goes back. It is fantastic. <laughs> See, they were laughing. It was a it was yeah. a good joke. Copyright 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let, let's move on to music. Music. <laughs> And thank you. Good night. The crowd goes wild. Go. So, what can be said about? I'm pretty sure this was Koji Kondo, Mario 64 soundtrack. There actually aren't all that many tracks. They're very catchy. They get stuck in your head. Personal favorites. Bowser's like intro theme. That sounds very like 90s rock. Which is kind of cheesy. Dire Dire Docks, uh, just good old Babam Battlefield, and some of the other classic, uh, classic Mario tracks. But I, I think the music's great. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of modernized classic uh, sounds. Yeah, r- realistically, um, you know, and all the sounds in the game, uh, with the exception of Peach's voice, because it's glass breakingly bad. But um, Peach. The power of the stars is returned to the castle. Yes, exactly. So, um, the 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 music's you know it's fine. It, it's it's classic Mario music. It's catchy, gets stuck in your head. It's iconic. It's good. I, I think the best way to put it in simple terms is it's a nice spin on classic music. Yeah, because they they bring it back. They bring back quite a few of the classic classic songs. Yep, which they should have. If they didn't, shit on their face. Steve, the music. Um. That's what I was trying to look because I could have swore I saw there was actually like a pretty big list for the soundtrack. Yeah, I think it was fifty-five minutes total. You can yeah. listen to the entire yep. thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you saw. I, that I saw too. that list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like at the end, it's like it's fifty minutes worth of music. I'm like, it's actually I mean, more than what I would have expected. I think I, I had the soundtrack at home. To be really? honest with you, yeah. Cool. Really? Yeah. I have um I have the soundtrack for Galaxy, and that's like three discs. Jesus. Holy now, of course, cow. that's like orchestrated. And Jesus, really? Oh, yeah. 
it's it's really great but um yeah actually the the soundtrack for galaxy by is fucking amazing by comparison it's it's not quite as long as some of the other ones and i don't know what sunshine's like off the top of my head but um it's very tropical it yeah so is it charles martinet or martinet who did mario's voice yes so yeah and i think this is the first time they used him uh actually that's not true and and just to nerd out a little bit i think it was um it's not mario is missing but it was some other game that he was he provided the mario is missing he provided the voice for it was either that or like some like obscure like well, that would Mario be weird. alphabet game. Because if Mario is missing, you're playing as Luigi almost the entire so then it game. Wasn't, it wasn't that one. Then. Yeah. Um, but no, this was not his first, but this was the first big one that Charles Martinet provided the voice. And he also does Wario and Luigi and probably Waluigi too. And Donkey oh. Kong, I think. He's like the Mel, Mel Blanc of Nintendo games. Thought he was gonna say Mel Gibson for a second. <laughs> he's, like the, he's like the Mel Gibson We're of barrier in a rose garden. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Book of> juice. <laughs> really, guys? I'm just saying. No, no, no. I was making fun of Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't any reflection on my own. I, I think, I think Mel Gibson is <laughs> a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think we've. All right, we're not going to talk about Mel Gibson in the actual cut of the, <laughs> no. the podcast. Yes, Sorry. please. Back to John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is mine. Let's get the shot. Okay, no. No, we can't do it. Get the shot. It's going to be 40 minutes of that. We Sandy. can't do it. Sandy. 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 Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, we're down on the beach. Ralph, move us along. You're the host. <laughs> all right. Let's move into um, to final thoughts. You guys like Greece or do you love Greece? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, try, try it again, Ralph. <laughs> you broke him. Oh, we Ralph's broke Ralph. Dead. Ralph's dead. I'm picturing that damn thing on Instagram of him hip thrusting. Oh God, why? I don't know. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Final thoughts. All right, guys, let's get into final thoughts. Mario 64, the ultimate video game experience. (laughs) 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 For for a young Nintendo fanboy, the ultimate experience. Are you a young Nintendo fanboy? I think you're an old Nintendo fanboy. Uh, I'm not that much of a fanboy. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm not, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> Clark, I used to only own Nintendo consoles, and then I, then I turned to the dark side. I think I bought a PS2. I don't remember. That's fair. But yeah, Mario sixty four to me, it's one of the most important games I've ever played. A lot of nostalgia, full, full admission. Tons of nostalgia for it. I do still think that it's it's a good game for the time and now. It's fun. If I had kids and they were, I don't know, maybe say older than five. You know, I'd I'd throw them the N sixty four controller and say, "Here, go." You know, I I would, I would, I would, that would be a fun experiment. Uh, personally, I think that would be really cool to see. You know, how a young kid adapts to the game and, and how they like it. But um, no, absolutely, one of my favorites. Very important to me. Love it. All right, so I don't really, I didn't grow up with a sixty four. Uh, I don't have nostalgia for this game. Uh, I can only really say objectively that I've played a bunch of I, I've played a bunch of the Mario games. This is one of the very few ones that I I hadn't beaten before. Realistically, I think it's one of the I, I think it's a it's a decent game, but I think it's one of the worst Mario games. 
Is he coughing or crying? No, I heard <laughs> Ralph was like, was like, no, I'm trying not to burp. Sorry. I heard him. I heard <laughs> him like, no, like, like, no, he went like this, and he's like, <laughs> I, try, I try not to burp. I swear. No, but I heard you do the mouth thing. <laughs> Clark, you're a monster. <laughs> um, you're Bowser. I, you're never gonna get any cake for the rest of your life. It's all right. I, I had some fun playing it. It just. It became a struggle for me to actually just, I wanted to get done so I didn't have to play it anymore. And that's not, to me, what the basis for a good Mario game is. Or any game. Yeah. Uh, I just, I I stopped having fun with it at some point. It, it wasn't a matter, I, I it was more difficulty with the camera and the controller. I really would be interested to see playing this on like a Wii or a Wii U. Uh, and see if I enjoyed the controls more, if I would enjoy the game more. The combination of those two things and just the there's a weird difficulty spike at some point where you can't just like easy breezy get some stars. And I'm not saying that I'm, you know, anti the challenge, but the challenge involved with the, dealing with the camera and the controller and then just making a hard Mario level. It was something that I just didn't enjoy playing at that point. So I, I enjoyed parts of the game, but I it got to a point where I lost my enjoyment playing with it. I, I can agree with a lot of the points you just made, Clark. Although I did have a 64 growing up, and I did ha- I think I held this in higher regards back then. And like I, getting back to that point I was making earlier, I just think the biggest issue with this game is I don't think it aged well as some games have over the time. Like there are some classic games I'll go back to where I still think it's like top notch just like back in the day. I just from then to now I just think it's gotten replaced. Actually, this this is a point I wanted to make up. Came out a couple years after Super Mario, same concept and everything, but I think it was well more executed. Banjo-Kazooie. Well, sure, it had something to go off of. It um, had something to emulate. I'm, I'm not just saying, saying it's I think a copycat they, or anything. No, 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 I'm just saying I think they took everything that was wrong with Super Mario, polished it out. Because I played uh, Banjo-Kazooie two, three years ago. Still loved it. I remember when you were on that kick. Yeah. I I played it for like a solid month. You were playing it on the Xbox, though. Yeah. With an Xbox controller. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a different controller, too. I'm I'm wondering if you went back to a 64 with the 64 controller, if you would still... Well, okay. One thing, Banjo... They did fix the camera, though. Yeah. You know, I'm not like fighting you. I'm not like... Yeah, but, but I will say one thing specifically jumps out to me banjo kazooie when you get a music or not a music note um a puzzle piece in that game you do a little dance there's a little jingle and then you can continue in super mario when you pick up a star it immediately aborts you out of the map and you have to start <laughs> yeah. aborts you out Ooh. of the map <laughs> <laughs> poor choice in words let's say let's say i'm on the, the what's the first level called again bomb world or something a bomb uh, battlefield on battlefield, whatever. Uh, let's say whatever. Fuck. <laughs> I have. Let's say I have ninety nine coins. I have seven out of the eight red, and I'm about to beat the bomb king on the top. Overachiever. If I go to kill the bomb, it's gonna push me out. If I collect that eighth red coin, pick up that star, it's gonna kick me out. <laughs> too low for missiles. Switching to guns. Eject. Ooh. But you know what I'm <laughs> saying, though. Like it, it's halting progress on more than. One thing at a time. You have to. You have was to have that your ass? It's alive. Like, oh my god! <laughs> 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 your ass is talking to us. 
<laughs> so, I guess the biggest point I'm trying to make... Stranded and drowned <laughs> is you have to have tunnel vision <laughs> What will they say? <laughs> Monday <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, no, I think what I was just trying to say, you have to have tunnel vision on getting these stars, and I think it impedes any progress you've made on partially earned stars, more or less. I've never played Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know how that happened. You just never came it's across gonna come up my, at some point. my desk, I guess. <laughs> never, I never played it. You could be absolutely right that it improved on absolutely everything in, in Mario 64 and is a far superior game, but for me... The beginning of 3D platformers, that was a pinnacle. Wish I would have kept my memories back in the day instead of replaying this. I think it brought it down a notch in my own mind for where this game would sit. Don't worry, give it a couple years, you'll forget everything. Steve, go! So my final thought on this was when it was originally brought up to be played again, I did get excited because this was a game that I enjoyed because I did have um, time actually like a few years ago where I actually got to sit through and play because uh, where I was living at had an N64 in it, which was pretty awesome. It did remind me of how frustrating this game could be. I don't know it was kind of kind of off and on for that where I almost share some of the same feelings as Clark and Harry where maybe it would have been a little better left untouched. But I'm glad we went through again, because that is something that, you know, I, I was glad to dive into the world of Mario 64. And Peach's cake. Eat all her cake. Some peach cob. Okay. On a slippery slide. And wet dry land. <clears throat> wet dry cake, peach. <laughs> Let's move right on into the score. The score. Clark, you go first. No, wait, you always go last. All right, All right. go. Go ahead, Harry. Go. I, I am Go. Gonna... Go. 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 <laughs> go. <I'm>... go. <laughs> that was a fun game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. Go. So, <laughs> so long, baby. <Bibbozy. laughs> All right, I'm going to rate this game. <laughs> I didn't even do anything at time. Above No Man's Sky? I'm going to rate this game above No Man's Sky. Really? I'm shocked. But this is going to be below Max Payne 3. Meaning it's in between those two? I'm going to give it a... F We're going to give it a 5.0. Wow. Out of 10? Out of 10. Wow. I'm sorry. I just... If, you don't need if, to apologize. If I didn't replay it, it would have probably been around an eight. The second playthrough was, it was painful overall. But like I said, I do appreciate the game. That's why I'm not going to trash it. I don't know a five out of ten is pretty <laughs> yeah, trashy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it that, is that has, it yeah, just I know. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to my guns on this. This is my list, and it's going at a five. Damn. Out of five. Out of ten. <laughs> you tried, Ralph. <laughs> you did try. <laughs> Steve, go for myself. I would have to score this a B plus. I don't know what else you want. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just going to continue with my arbitrary. Uh, I'm going to give this cakes 
70 out of 120 stars. How fitting. How yeah. perfect. Yes. <laughs> because good. because 70 stars is all you need to experience <laughs> of this game. I'm going to go with a uh, 96. Jesus. <clears throat> I want to ask you something about your score. Oh no, no. I'm not. A, I'm not. No, no, no. That, that's full. That's full nostalgia. I mean, okay, yeah. I, w- I want to know, like, if you could be completely 100 percent objective about it, would you have the exact same score? Probably not. Okay. Um, especially listening to all of your your concerns, guys. You know, I'm, I'm hearing you out. I would have to say that it's probably about an 85. Okay, but for um, the nostal- for the nostalgia of going back through and playing another. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to rate it the same as Earthbound. Because Earthbound, I did it ninety five. I think. I think you gave Earthbound a ninety five. No, can one one last point though. I think you probably enjoy this game a lot more than the rest of us. You were also very fluid with your playing or your your capabilities on this game. How many times have you cleared the stars? I'm actually curious about that. I didn't do it that many times as a kid. I just. But as an adult, maybe ten. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot for this game. When you say clear, you mean 120? I've never 120 it. Oh no! Really? No. That's surprising to me. Wow. No, I just I just didn't like. You know what? I'm going to do it 120. Start. I just didn't do it. I've I've gotten in, I've gotten above 100. No, I do. <laughs> I really enjoy playing this game. And I think that is a part of the score too. You have to have fun with like the game, yeah, abs- so. absolutely. That's why I was just asking about like objective versus nostalgia because yeah. you were even <clears throat> saying yourself like you have like a nostalgia. Like I don't have any nostalgia for it, so I only have one score for it. You said you even said yourself if you had to base it off of nostalgia, it'd be an eight. Yeah, but based on trying to be as objective as possible, it's a five. All right. So first up from questions, we have uh, questions from our Facebook. Uh, you can look out for our posts on that at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast. We post probably four or five hours before we're going to start recording. It gives you time. We're going to start kind of posting a little bit before that, but uh, here we go. Ian Mitchell asked, why is Matt such a hunk? I, I think it's in my beard. You oh. Know? Harry, why am I such a hunk? It's the beard. I thought you were just going to answer it and we were going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> No, Ian Mitchell asked everyone, why am I a hunk? I think the question is false. The question is a lie? Hunk my ass. Wait, don't do that. Is hunk a verb? I'm not going to do that. (laughs) It is now. It's the clean head. I get that too. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Your haircut is what we're talking about. I hope he's talking haircut. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, moving on. Steve, <laughs> yeah, okay. why is Clark a hunk? You already answered. Yeah, I'm going with you the did? beard. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's All right. I think it's your piercing. My piercings? I think your piercing does it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just see the it's a Prince Albert's piercing. His, his, oh, yeah. His oh, mods. <laughs> My mods. It's mods. Your mods. It's like a moto mod. Body modification. It's all in them jeans. So you are talking about his dick. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm officially embarrassed. <laughs> right along. Okay. Ryan Horger asks, bikes or skates? Personally, when I was a kid, I had a bike. I had a bike and skates. Oh, oh boy. On the bay. I know. Overachiever over here. Rich I had a kid. I had a bike and I was a skateboarder. Blades all the way. Blades <laughs> all the way. <laughs> you ask anybody, I fucking rode those shits everywhere. Hardcore Blade Master. Our final question is from John Evelyn, and he asked, what was the most anticlimactic boss 
something that Mickey goes, that was it? Bowser from Mario 64. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm going to throw this back to our last episode for Donkey Kong. It's every single one of those boss fights. It was just, I found so much easier than any of the other levels we played through. Yeah, that's 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 a fair fair assessment of that. There's just one in the back of my head, and I I can't. Is it in the shape of a star? No. Is it the universe opening up into nothing? Oh, you mean the no man's sky ending? Yes. The the no <laughs> no sky man ending. Yeah, I'm gonna. Wow. I'm gonna have to say, Harry, what was that game that you and I played co-op that ended with the song? mother by danzig do you remember that it was like fear i think where it was like oh, the two fe- brothers fear three fear three yes one's dead one's R- alive. remind me R- remind me what what the ending was on that i think all you do is you decide whether you're going to kill the father because there's like because it ends with mother because it's wait no maybe it was the mom didn't it end with the two brothers battling yes and it was it wasn't a fair fight, though. Yeah, because the one brother's so overpowered yes. at that point. That could be considered a little anticlimactic. I mean, it's like almost yeah. like a done decision for you anyway. Yeah. All That's right, okay. so I got one. In Star Fox 64, there's like a fake ending. There's there's foe Andros, and mm. when you beat him, you sort of get an ending, but it like winks at you to let you know that, yeah, you didn't really do the whole thing i'm not sure that that really counts that's the closest thing i could think of it was like an anticlimactic ending because it wasn't the true ending because there's an alternate path first I, thing that comes to mind i always thought fighting the hand in uh, God. smash brothers smash brothers i thought that was kind of a lame it just like blows fight. up and that's it or it, not like, even that just the whole fight like you would think you'd be fighting some kind of i don't know whatever but, okay but yeah. just a hand yeah just a hand <laughs> <laughs> a hand? I need a body attached to it. I want to fight a giant. I don't know. I thought that was kind of lame. Oh, uh, you know what's you know what also is very anticlimactic? Every single story ending for Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. Oh. Cause it's always him just being like, That's right, I'm a celebrity. Take my picture. Oh, there's a dipshit and just punches him. Like <laughs> it's like every <laughs> ending to Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. Here's one. Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. He's so weak. I'm just saying, like... What, you use that, the that um, game in Knights general? of the Round on him a couple times, and that's it? No, no, I'm just saying, like... I don't know. I, f- I found that final boss to be very easy. There really wasn't any challenge. Not like Kefka. Even, no, Kefka was easy, too. No. You do, you want a, a hard Final Fantasy boss? Final Fantasy V. Oh. Is that X-Death? X-Death. He is fucking brutal. All right, guys, so before we start reading off the iTunes reviews, please get on iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps the show progress up the ladder, and it just really means a lot to us to show uh, that you are enjoying the show so far. So please get on there and leave us a review, and we'll read it aloud. So say some gnarly shit. No, don't do that. Say don't, some really gnarly shit. Don't don't get don't get banned from iTunes. Get gnarly. You can't get banned from iTunes. Yeah, you absolutely can. They have moderators. All right, say some weird shit, but not bad shit. Don't you know, get don't get banned from give iTunes. Give us a weird review. Just don't guys. get banned from iTunes. <laughs> get banned from iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to iTunes reviews. <laughs> I did it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take your face. <laughs> oh. I love that. The oh. Face. Oh. <laughs> All right, this first one is titled 
These guys are great. This is submitted by Dalton Coder. Quickly added this to my podcast rotation. These guys are hilarious. Keep it up, guys. Look forward to hearing more. Well, thank you, Dalton Coder. Thank you, Dalton. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it, dude. This next review is titled, Very, Very Good. And this was submitted by Adam Rock. I'm excited to see where this show goes and what games are reviewed in the future. Great work, and thanks for all of your hard efforts. Thank you, Adam Rock. Thanks, Adam Rock. Thank you, Adam. you Adam. rock. You rock, Adam Rock. Rock, 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 Adam Rock. 12 o'clock, Adam Rock. Adam One Rock around the clock. 3 o'clock, Rock. <laughs> Speaking of clocks. The next game we're going to review, guys, is Majora's Mask for the N64. We've got three days left until the moon crashes into the earth. It's got a big old face, and it's got a gnarled smile and big teeth the size of, you know, craters and stuff. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> yup. So what have you guys been playing? Um, I know that I've been playing, uh, obviously, a lot of, uh, of Mario. Played him for about five hours. I've also actually gone back and done some more XCOM uh, 2 stuff where... I took my game save and said, oh, I'm just going to deviate a bit from the path and did some more of the, the skill trees and, and did some more of the... What, are you laughing because I always go back or what? Yeah. <laughs> I always you go always back go back to games we've already... <laughs> as, I, as I went back, you know. Played some Earthbound, you know. <laughs> finally beat No Man's Sky. No. Did you beat Earthbound yet? No, I didn't. No. Still trying to get that sword, uh, Sword of Kings. I've actually been playing Kerbal Space Program. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that one. Yeah, I have. How is that? That is actually a lot of fun, and it's all about, you know, how much time you can devote and put into it. I started the career mode, uh, made it to space, which was fun, and then I went into the sandbox mode and tried to build an SR-71, and it just blew up every time I tried to launch it. <laughs> I mean, that's you can just go straight in and just, like, make ridiculous contraptions, and a lot of the, you know, aeronautic stuff is based in reality, so it's sort of like, okay, well, if I make this... This 747, you know, a triple decker. Will it take off and will it fly and what will happen? And it's it's just so much fun. It's the sandbox mode is just great right out of the gate. Yeah, it's Check like a physics out. sandbox, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's pretty awesome. I don't know if that's PC only. I don't know if you guys played that at all. No, it's out for PS4 actually too. Oh really? Okay. Yep. Chipping away in Final Fantasy 15. I'm about uh, 15 hours now, level 20. Um, really enjoying it. It just started to open up. It's great. So I'm gonna keep uh keep working on that. What about you, Harry? All right, so as you guys known, I sent you guys a text message the other day. Let it be known, Harry goes balls deep and doesn't pull out. So I splurged. You're going to be a dad! <laughs> <laughs> no, I splurged on the uh, the PlayStation VR, and I got like all the fucking accessories and hookups and gadgets and gizmos. Did you get any games, though? That's right. Yes, uh, I got the... The VR Worlds or something like that? Yeah, the demo disc. No, no, no. Uh, what? What is... There's... um. There's one with five games on it. What are the five games? It has the... Uh, fuck. Batman? No, not Batman. I'm not a really big Batman fan. Well, I just I know that there was one. I didn't get too many games. I got... But anyway, no. So I got the PlayStation VR. Messed around with it a little bit. I haven't had a, a ton of time in it. I just kind of wanted... I, I've been waiting for like a month now just to really get my hands on this system. But no, other than Super Mario and a little bit of the VR, I really haven't had a chance to dabble in anything else. Oh, a little devil may cry. Steve, what about you? Um, well, Super Mario 64, obviously, and some Final Fantasy 15. Nice. My my list is small, but it is bountiful. You guys are so behind. I will rip your goddamn <laughs> face off. <laughs> face off. Face off. <clears throat> Clark Main? And Clark the Man Clark. 
Uh, I've been playing uh, some Majora's Mask. Uh, I got a little bit of a head start. I grinded through Mario 64. Decided to hook up my uh, Xbox 360 and started playing uh, UFC Undisputed again. Uh, oh. The third one. The one with like the pride rules. I love that game. It's so much fucking fun. Never played it. It's probably one of the best MMA games out there, uh, just because it has like the two different rule sets, and they're actually like inventive with it. Uh, so is that the can... one that has Bruce Lee in it? No, that's one of the newer ones. Oh, okay. that's like EA's UFC. Oh, sorry. One or two. Gotta love those soccer kicks. Thank you, Pride. Yeah, soccer kicks <laughs> in Pride are awesome. So gross. Yeah, they're ridiculous and head stomps. It's just sounds gnarly. brutal. But you can't elbow people on the ground. That's like the difference between Pride and the UFC. Yeah, go figure that out. Okay. Unified rules. Other than that, I've uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Star Wars Force Arena on my phone. Really? Uh, yeah. I. It's like a little card-based MOBA. It's really fun. It's a free-to-play. I have not invested any money into it. I've thought about it because I've been enjoying it so much. Yeah, I've just been playing that as well. It's been pretty cool. Would you say you play that on the toilet? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's so that was so blunt. Like, like you were really sly when it was like, "Oh, have you been playing it on the Vita?" But no, you just went straight <laughs> to the toilet there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play it when you're indisposed? <laughs> Do you play it while on the job? No. Okay. <laughs> I, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Good Don't call. get into it. We're good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, that was Mario 64 wrapped. This is Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! Go! Out! Take care, everybody. Bitches. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go! Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast. Thank you so much for to playing my game.